The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Hey, Notebook Wager in here. Q, sitting across from my man Smitty, the OGs of the show. What's going on, Smitty? What's happening, Q? Trying to figure out what in the world we're doing with this train wreck of a card. Who's playing? What guys are playing? When are they playing? So we're going to try to give out our best info we possibly can to help you try to have some winners in week 15. This is probably two dates since we've been doing a show and even further. I mean, obviously COVID is kind of a new thing, but this is probably one of the hardest cards in 10 plus years to cap. I mean, just with the injuries, you have no clue, you know, who's coming back and, and all that. I mean, COVID's really messed this up. It almost feels like it's like a you're trying to figure out who's in or out in a college game. Like you're not going to know until they kick the ball off, you know, and what, what starting 11 for either side shows up. So it'll be interesting. This might be a week. Might be a week that do a lot of in-game live betting. I would, yeah. I was gonna say, kind of get the feel of the game and take a chance with if you can, if you have a good feeling for where a team's going or something momentum-wise, maybe to jump in on some in live, or could be a good teaser under weekend. Very much so. I think you could even tease dogs to this. I mean. Uh, you can kind of see like what teams are starting to give up and we'll kind of get into that as we go through the games. But it's also a week like you don't, in my opinion, you're, you shouldn't be putting in games, you know, yesterday or today. This is a, you know, walk away from the family at 1245, you know, have your notes, hit the injury report real quick, uh, you know, and, and really put in your plays last minute because anything can happen. There's so many injuries. You know, is Lamar going to play? We don't know. They just said it's a 50-50 game time decision. So when you have stuff like that, I mean, you, you just really have to wait and be patient. You know, you may not get the best line, um, but you might get, you know, the best pick, if, if that makes sense, because at least you know what you're betting on. So um, real quick, let's I want to get into something. So we, we were kind of talking about it yesterday. You know, you're on one side, I'm on the other with this COVID stuff. So I'm assuming – you know, and they don't come out and say, like, if they had the Delta variant or the Omicron variant. But I'm assuming the Omicron variant is kind of what the players are testing for because a lot of them are asymptomatic. Um, and, you know, they've already come out and said the Omicron uh, variant isn't that deadly. It's not that severe. It's just kind of almost like the closest thing to a cold. Um, you know, you're saying, you know, they should bring in forfeit games. I'm on the other side of that. I, I just feel like if the, the NFL pushed them preseason, and I remember what she said, like, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to forfeit. It is what it is. That was to kind of say, hey, follow the rules. So the teams did follow. Um, I mean, there was a couple notable uh, fake ones like Antonio Brown and a couple others. But now these guys are, quote, unquote, vaccinated, uh, as the league required them to do. I just don't feel like, you know, in the decision to move games or forfeit, it, you can't double punish them. That's kind of like double jeopardy in real life. Um, I know you're on the other side, so I'll give you a chance to say it. But I just, I, I just feel like you, if they listen to the, what the rules were, you know, preseason, uh, why do they 
you know, why would you say get punished by losing the game? Because at the end of the day, this is Roger Goodell's decision. Like he could say, play the games if you feel fine. Uh, or if you don't, you know, use the honor code system or whatever and stay home. Uh, so what's, give me your side. Well, the only thing they said that they weren't going to move games. Now they're backtracking. Of course they do. Cause that's what the NFL does. And uh, I'm just going to go in last year. You had, you know, you had Denver down to no quarterbacks and then you made a wide receiver that, you know, some people, Oh, he quarterbacked in the call. Well, that's crap. Stop. You know, you talk about player safety, then you're putting a guy at a position that he's never done for in the NFL. So then you had the Baltimore Steeler game last year and you could absolutely tell they just kept moving the game day after day after day to get hopefully Baltimore correct, try to win that game. That's all that was. Now, now, why is it fair, though, for these teams that are healthy? Like, I'm going to say the Eagles. The Eagles are fine. Now you're moving the game to Tuesday, and now they're coming back on a short week the following week. Now, why is that fair? It's not. So, to me, the Skins have enough quarterbacks. They signed up. They had a couple. They brought. They had three guys right now. Gilbert, the kid from Old Miss back in the day that played in some of the XFLs or whatever. Uh and they had somebody else, uh, uh, Schumer or whatever from Vandy, I think, is on that team now, too. My point is, I get it. You're trying to get people right. But I think if these guys are vaccinated, Q, we got to get away. If they have a little bit of the sniffles, they should play. I, mean, I, I fully agree. And, I, I mean, I and, and my last point, Clay Travis put this out yesterday. They, so they have a guy on the Redskins. They thought he had COVID. Then it came back yesterday that he didn't. He more or less has the flu. Well, they're allowing him to travel with the team and play. Well, what sense does that make? It's not on the agenda. I, I mean, I, I get political on here, but it's not the agenda. And I'm not going to say left or right, but it's not the agenda. The flu is not the agenda. It's COVID. That's what, you know, is everybody's uh, play right now and, and for the foreseeable future. So it is messed up that, you know, yes, if they have the symbols, like uh, this is a part of life. Like you've never, the flu has been a part of life for, a hundred years like we didn't postpone games or anything like that you know if you're again severe either go to the hospital or stay home away from the team if you're not severe then just play I mean that's the way I see it like it's not even a real vaccine because these guys are still getting it a vaccine says you can't get it anymore well they're wrong it's not a vaccine so let the guys play the flu it's not a vaccine because it's it's a deterrent there's more strands they still let them play. It's the same system. So that's enough of that without getting into too many politics. But let's move on. I, I just thought that was a good, you know, uh, opposite side debate to kind of get into this. So here we are. Games are moving. No more Saturday games with the exceptional one. We'll talk about that right now. It's the 8 o'clock game. The Patriots, seven win streak here. Seven game win streak going into Indianapolis. Indianapolis, they, I think they're exceeding expectations uh, if they had a little better quarterback, I think they'd be in a lot better situation. But Carson Wentz hasn't played terrible. So they are minus two and a half favorites against New England. Overrunners 45. Do you go against Belichick? One of the top five defenses in the league. We see he's a mastermind. He did it with Brady. He had one bad year. Then he comes in with Mac Jones, and he's doing the same thing again. Um, so as good as Brady is, it was not 100% Brady, and we're seeing that. The Colts, Jonathan Taylor, by far outside of Derrick Henry, the best running back in the league. Um, what does he do today? I mean, you you got to think he's getting a heavy dose. I mean, since he's been in 20, 30 carries, I mean, he's been on fire. Uh, this is a tough one, man. I, I think I think the Colts could finally beat the Patriots. Like, it's tough for teams to go on an eight-game win streak. 
you know, but do you ride? Uh, do you go against the, the Patriots winning streak? I mean, again, how many times have I gone against them and they continue to win? I like the Patriots in a teaser. I almost do lean the Colts minus two and a half here. I mean, at some point they got to lose on the road. I think this could be it. The Colts, you know, on turf, they're a fast team with Jonathan Taylor. So I would say either Patriots in a teaser or Colts at the minus two and a half. Yeah, my under, the 45 and under has not been that good the last two weeks. So, you know, I'm not going to focus on it as much as I have been the last couple of weeks on it, but I like this. They've won seven in a row, like you said. They're eight and one last nine in the series. They're six and Bill Belichick in the last seven is six and one coming off a bye. They're 18 and three in their last 21 on Saturdays. They're 15 and six as a dog. This is a teaser. I'm taking New England up. Give me them at eight and a half and take the points up to 51 and take the under. I think both defenses are good. I think this will be not the very high pace kind of fast game. I think it will be a lot of Taylor. I think New England will run the ball. Harris is out. Back up. Uh, I think it's Stevenson will get the start. I have him in fantasy. I hope he does get me at least a touchdown or so. But I think New England under teaser play for me. All right, we're going to stay in the AFC East here. The Bills are hosting the Panthers. Um, I don't have the weather. I know generally it's cold in Buffalo, but I haven't looked. Kind of have a warm front coming in uh, in this area. I actually do love the Bills here. I mean, they played extremely tough last week. And, and here's the thing. They're still in a playoff hunt. Like, they're a team that you still don't want to play. But I think they're kind of in playoff mode right now. I mean, they're sitting at 7-6, and six, laying 12 against the Panthers. The Panthers are done, like, they already fired their offensive coordinator, so that tells you right there that, you know, it just wasn't working out this season. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're just not the greatest offensively. Um, de- solid defense, I'll give them that. I mean, that's Matt Rule's specialty, but I think the Bills, even uh, with Stephon Diggs not practicing, I don't know if he's officially been listed out, uh, but the Bills, I think, are just pissed off. I mean, they battled back last week just to lose a heartbreaker. Um I even like them at the minus 12. I could see them winning like 31-17 um, or 27-14 style. But Bill's definitely in a teaser, and I would almost contemplate even laying the minus 12 with them. Yeah, uh, weather conditions, they said temps around freezing, but otherwise really nothing happening. So nothing crazy in Buffalo for this week. I think Carolina's in trouble here. I think Buffalo, you know, I had them last week against Tampa. I just think teaser play here, get them down to minus six, 44 and a half. Oh man. Open at 45, 44 and a half. You know, if you want to do something with the teaser again, it's 44. I would go back to my system and just tease it up and take the under. I don't know if Carolina is going to put a lot on the board here in Buffalo. I would do a teaser team wise. I take Buffalo down to six and I would tease it up to 50 and a half. And I would take the under. All right, we're staying in the AFC East, so you have the Jets playing the Dolphins. Dolphins, five-game win streak. They're another hot team in the AFC. They're creeping around the playoffs right now. Uh, this is, I think, suits up well for them. They are getting healthy. Two has looked actually pretty decent this year. You know, we showed a stat on Twitter. Uh, his numbers are very comparable to Kyler Murray uh, his first year. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Kyler Murray, but he's comparable, uh, which tells us he's not playing as bad as we think. They're laying nine and a half to the Jets. Uh, they're getting healthy. Both of their running backs, Gaskin and uh, Ahmed, came back. I think two is just kind of hitting the stride. You know, Mike Gusecki is a great tight end. Uh, 
it looks like they might be without Devontae Parker, but they're getting Will Fuller back. I know he's injury riddled, but he still has good hands when he's playing. Uh, both running backs catch out of the backfield. Their defense is starting to play well. I mean, they were getting torched earlier in the season, but the Jets are just terrible. I mean, they don't even have – I couldn't even name you their best, you know, receiver. Um, I, I just think the Dolphins at the minus nine and a half is a great teaser spot. I even like them to win by more than ten. So, uh, at home, they're going to go on a six-game win streak here. So, give me the Dolphins both ways. Yeah, the open it opened up points forty four and a half. It's down to forty one. Wow, that's low. You know, I always like taking the points up with the Dolphins games because, again, I think two at times dink and dunks a little bit and yep. kind of run the uh, run the clock a little bit. So again, point wise, you know, why not? I mean, I'm going to keep doing it. I take it up to about forty seven. I take the under. The, the only thing that scares me there is the Jets defense. The Jets defense sometimes can give up some points. So that's a little scary. Team-wise, I'd take the Dolphins for sure down to uh, minus three and a half and take a chance there. I just, again, the Jets just have a lot of issues, I think. And um, Wilson, again, can really get a little crazy with the ball and turn the ball over a little bit too much. So I think that would be teaser under take the dolphins down and take the dolphins uh, weather wise chance of rain. Uh, basically they're saying a pop-up 50%, nothing crazy um, down there either. Uh, good. Any point you touched about Zach Wilson prone to turnovers. Miami scores a lot of points off turnovers. Just be careful with that, with the under not saying that it's going to happen, but they're one of the best teams uh, the last couple of years in, in scoring on fumble recoveries and, and interceptions. So that is just something to kind of watch. Um, all right, the next game, I like this play a lot too. The Cowboys playing the Giants. Obviously, the Cowboys still need this victory. I mean, they're kind of shaky on offense. This is a game you have to kind of get back in sync. Um, the score didn't really give it justice last week. I mean, Washington football team gave up 27, but I actually think their defense played an actually really good game. You know, uh, 10 of those points came off turnovers, so take that away, and they only gave up 17. The Giants, another injury-riddled team. The best player on the field for the Giants is going to be Saquon, but he's iffy this year. And then, you know, Michael Parsons is going to run him into the ground. Um, it sounds like Jake from, uh, Jake from State Farm is going to, uh, is going to start today or tomorrow. Uh, I mean, that's brutal. We talked pre-show. I don't even think he's taken outside of the preseason a regular snap, maybe – maybe a kneel back, you know, in his Buffalo days. Um, but they're just so bad. I mean, I don't think they get blown out, you know, like uh, we saw the Raiders and Chiefs game. But highlights Cowboys here, you know, we said earlier in the show or pre-recording, you know, if you took the teams that were uh, double-digit favors, um, they all hit last week. So I think it's kind of trending this way with the matchups. Minus 11, I'll, I'll take it if you're doing like a little pizza money parlay with those. Uh, but I love the Cowboys in the teaser. I think they kind of get right. And they kind of got woke up last week by letting Washington sneak back in. It's, hey, guys, we're not as good as we think we are. Yeah, a lot of people are on the under in this. 44 and a half, opened at 45. So I've, I've looked at a couple people, and they really like this underplay in this. 10 to 15 mile per hour win, so that – can cause a little bit of trouble, maybe passing the ball a little bit. Again, if you get 
Jake in there, from in there, a lot of dink and dunks probably going to be a really probably low-key offensive, run the ball, really short passes that can run the clock a little bit. You know, I've said on a lot of shows, Giants at times are feisty and they are competitive in this. You know, this, I would probably, the only thing I'd probably do in this, if I'd play this tomorrow, is I'd take it up to 50, 50 and a half and take the under. Uh, point wise, what I mean, if I would do it, I don't think I am, but I would take the Cowboys down in a teaser. Um, you know, Cowboys, is Pollard going to play? Question mark. Kind of need him back. Elliot, a little banged up. Again, I have him on my fantasy that I'm in the playoffs tomorrow in the semis and that leg. I need him to at least do something, but I would, I would do the under 50 and a half. And if I would give you advice on a team, if you want to play the teaser, I'd take the Cowboys down. All right. Smitty's team here. Steelers opened up as two and a half point dogs. Now they're one and a half point favorites playing the Titans. Uh, the line I'm going to say, you know, the, the switch is the Titans aren't, aren't going to have Derrick Henry, Antonio Brown. Julio Jones just hasn't lived up to it. The Titans have no run game without Henry. Um, and the Steelers are getting healthy. You know, they, they play pretty well banged up, but they, they also play well when they're pretty healthy. It's a home game. Um, this is going to be an ugly game, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, I don't think the Titans are going to get blown out, uh, but I don't think they're going to beat the Steelers on the road. But then again, they're a great road team this year, so I, I don't want to say anything. I would probably tease the Titans up. Um, I do get a little hesitant teasing up the, the over under 43 and taking the under because the last couple times I've done that with the Steelers, they've let me down with late touchdowns. They kind of get lax days goal. So that's only my fear. Um, I think the Steelers, uh, on the money line, minus 118 is not a bad play. I don't see them losing the game. They kind of have to win to stay in the playoff hunt. Um, but I also don't think they're going to route the, uh, the Titans. Yeah. You know, it's desperate times. This is a game you have to have. You got to have this, you know, it's they're already in a tough spot to make the playoffs, I believe, especially when you have the Kansas City Chiefs staring at you next week. So game they got to get. I think they'll be in trouble next week for sure. But this game, I kind of like them minus one and a half. It sounds like Watt's going to play Highsmith. <clears throat> excuse me. Highsmith's coming back. Sounds like Joe Hayden's starting to get a little bit of practice time. Hopefully he can be on the field. I, I like the Steelers minus one and a half. Probably going to be a straight straight play as my dogs making uh, their opinion about the game known here. And I would tease it up. I'd take it up to 49 and I would probably take the under. I could see this one being just kind of ugly. You know, Ben's been playing, putting up some pretty big numbers, especially like in the fourth quarter. His numbers in the last couple of weeks are just unbelievable. Hopefully they're not down, but I'll tell you, when Ben is calling the plays, their offense is a lot better than the offensive coordinator. Steelers are 3-0, the last uh, three against Tennessee. So my advice here, in a teaser spot, I kind of like taking the points up, taking the under. Straight game, I really like the Steelers. I think they win. All right, here's just a nasty game. I really don't even want to touch on it because you're playing darts in the dark. Is the uh, Texans-Jags over-under 5.5, over-under 39.5 again. You're playing, you know, darts in the dark. I don't have a play on it. If you don't, we'll skip it if you do. I mean, it's a disgusting game. No, the only thing that I thought was funny was it jumped. I think they said two points after Urban Meyer got fired. So it's like you can see a really crappy coach and the point spread 
went, you know, two points jumped on that. So no, I, I, this game, I won't, I, I, you know, I usually like taking these games cause I think it's fun. I mean, the over under 39 and a half. Wow. I, I personally think I would take that down and take the over in that. And I would take, I'm sorry. I'd take the Texans, you know, Mills Mills threw for 300 and something yards last week. Um, I think it was like that his, you can put bets on who would have the most passing yards and he was winning it. Now, I think uh, a couple games, I, you know, I think Brady and the Brady's game went to OT and Brady threw that long touchdown pass. So then he took over, but I mean, who would have thought uh, that Mills was going to be there too, but you know, I can he move the ball on Jacksonville. Absolutely. This probably a no play, but I would probably tease the points down, take the over. I know Jacksonville hasn't been doing anything, but I think you're going to see a little bit more spunk with them this week because they're, they know their idiot head coach is no, nowhere near the stadium. And I would take the Texans up in a teaser. All right. The Cardinals lions. This is another game. I think it's kind of a get right for the Cardinals. <clears throat> you know, they lose to the uh, as favorites to the Rams. They're playing a, a pretty brutal lions team. I mean, in the lions, their situations got even worse. Uh, without TJ Hawkinson this week. I mean, he's their, you know, head over shoulders, uh, best player on offense outside of Jared Goff. Um, I couldn't even tell you, oh, DeAndre Swift's out too. Like, I don't even, t- couldn't even tell you who, who else they throw the ball to. Um, that just shows I don't care about the Lions. Uh, but I think the Cardinals, you know, even out uh, without DeAndre Hopkins, you know, James Connors just kind of really stepped up and he lo- kind of looks like the Pro Bowl Pittsburgh guy uh, we saw for that one year. Um, I like the 12 and a half here. I think they win by 14 plus. Uh, but again, if you're doing kind of one of those teaser parlays, uh, you know, tease down the Cardinals, but I, I would have total confidence, uh, in laying the 12 and a half. Yeah. They're, they're a road covering machine. They're seven and oh this year on, on the road and covering, you know, Detroit is four and two at home ATS. I've said it many times on this show that they do compete in some games at times, they have been a little nicked up. Uh, man, oh, man, I don't know. I probably won't touch this. My advice, I would. I always like taking the home team up. I think covering 18 and a half on the road is hard. I would probably take the lines up to 18 and a half. The over, under, man, I don't know. It's open at 47 and a half. It's at 47 and a half now. I would, I would probably take it down and take the over and get it down to about 41 and a half and take the over in that. But my play, I mean, again, probably a complete stay away for me, but I would probably, my number one play would be a teaser with the lines up to 18 and a half. All right. Here's a really interesting game. I don't know if it's like a great television worthy game uh, to sit and watch, but the Falcons travel out West to play the 49ers 49ers laying nine and a half over under 46. I kind of think that's a, like, I know the Falcons aren't the greatest team. They've had a couple duds, but they've actually hung in some games. Man, at nine and a half, that just kind of seems disrespectful. Um, They're not playing terrible football ever since that shutout uh, to new England, the 49ers. I mean, they're Debo Samuel's a beast. George Kittle's a beast. We saw that last week against Cincinnati. He single-handedly won that game for him with that Superman-like catch um, late in the game. I kind of like teasing the Falcons up or maybe teasing down the points, um, depending on, you know, six or seven-point teaser, 39-40. I think both teams are going to score. 49ers, 
can give up points. The Falcons, we know we're going to give up points. Uh, I would almost probably say best bet would be tease down the over, but that just seems like a lot uh, for a Falcons team that's not playing nearly as bad as what it seems. Yeah, I opened seven and a half, nine and a half, 45 and a half, up to 46. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, Falcons six and seven. I mean, they're still a big get a win here. You go seven and seven, weirder things happen. San Francisco has played a little better lately. I love Patterson. I have him on some fantasy teams. Guy does it all. Man, How about him? Safety snaps in practice. He's the third string safety. Oh, he, he does it all. I think I said that on a show a couple weeks ago that he wanted to start playing defense. The guy's a freak, man. Great athlete, can do a lot. You know, this is a game, you know, I've said Matt Ryan is a statue. Jimmy G is good at times, but I kind of look at him like Carson Wentz sometimes. Then he makes some throws and you're like, what's he doing? I kind of, what would I do? I I love the Falcons in a teaser. I take the points up and take the Falcons in it. Um, The over under, you know, it's right at 46. I think I would take the points up and take the under and that that would be my advice in this so my number one play i like the falcons up in a teaser but i would you want to play the points i'd take the points up and take the under here's another good game both teams are desperate for a win i want to give a shout out to uh skippy real quick big fat winners uh we need to get him back on but uh he was on this broncos team you know i don't think many people had the broncos winning seven games you know 13 weeks in uh, he did, you know, he was all over it. I think the over under was seven and a half and everybody hit the under, but he was on the over. Uh, so props to him. You know, I think within the next four weeks, they should be able to get a win. It could be today or the tomorrow. Um, uh, but the Bengals are a good team. I mean, they, they, you know, their defense let them down last week. Um, making some bonehead plays like they should have won that game. I mean, late in the first half, that stupid penalty, uh, for taunting, you know, really cost them a touchdown. Uh, you take that away and, and only give San Francisco three. They win that game in regulation uh, with that late touchdown by uh, by uh, um, Burrow and, and Jamar Chase. Anyways, the Bengals are a good team. Uh, you know, one of the better run defenses. Uh, the Broncos have two good running backs, so we'll see how that matches up. But the Bengals have a great running back, too, and Joe Mixon, who can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, solid, I think, Burrow, you know, he's, he's outside of Mac Jones. He's one of the better young quarterbacks. Uh, in the league. I like teasing up the Bengals up to 10. I, I just don't see the Broncos winning by uh, more than 10. I could see them winning. I could also see the Bengals outright winning because they tend to play better on the road for some reason. Uh, I guess they hate Cincinnati. Maybe they should look for a new location. Uh, with, with that being said, Bengals plus 10 and a teaser. I actually love it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, both these teams, seven and six going in, it opened well, it opened Denver plus three. Now it's minus three Denver over under 44 and a half. When it opened, it is at 44 right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always said this and with teaser plays, you look at the matchup and you go, man, can the team win the game? I, yeah, I could see Cincinnati winning this game. So to get six more points with them and get them up to nine on scores and odds right now, why wouldn't you? My advice, I'd take a chance with Cincinnati in this. It's at 44. I would take it up to 50, and I'd play the under. The only thing with that swing, and I'm assuming it's based off of Joe Burrow because he's limited, uh, I would just double-check that he's playing. So this is a game where you, you bet in late to make sure Burrow's suiting up. If he's not, take that bet off the table for me if he's playing. Well, you know, you got to watch because he did have 
some, they, you know, the pinky and they were trying to, you know, some people said, oh, it's not a big deal. But then other people on shows, they said, you know, when, if you, it is, it is a problem when you're throwing the ball. So, and then they said, there's even some rumors that he might have some other fingers that are damaged a little bit, a little bit nicked up. So that would probably be the reason there. I still think he's a competitor. I still think he'll give it a good show in here. I think the Cincinnati team, I mean, listen, the division's there. The division's there for him. Take it if you want it. It's a big game. This is not a game that, oh, no, they need this. Because if you look again, you got the Steelers in, you know, a tough spot. We're going to get to Baltimore here in a second. They're in a really tough spot against Green Bay. Cleveland, you know, we'll get to Cleveland in a little bit. They have a lot of problems right now with COVID issues on their team. And then you have Cincinnati, man, you have this. It's right in front of you. Win this game. Take steps. And it takes. Yeah. We're going to talk to the Packers. This is this. I almost feel like this is a trap game, but you know, they've had some other weeks like this uh, and they've, they've come out and they've handled business. So Packers laying seven on the road in Baltimore over under 43 and a half. Here's another late game just with the Lamar stuff. You know, is Lamar playing? Uh, they, they, he didn't practice all week, but they're saying we're not ruling him out yet. Um, I don't think the quarterback last week uh, played that bad. Was it Huntley? Is that what his name is? Yeah, I don't think he played that bad. I mean, he had a couple turnovers early, uh, but he kind of showed composer and he battled back. Um, you know, it helps that he can play the same game plan with the run pass option. Uh, the Packers. You know, they statistically they have a bad defense, but they've made plays when they've needed them most, you know, kind of the bend but don't break. Um, I think they match up pretty well against the Ravens because the Ravens are so decimated on defense. I mean, their top three cornerbacks are out, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and um, I'm drawing a blank on the other one. So, you know, Devontae Adams should have a field day. Randall Cobb, you know, if he's playing, uh, Alan Lazard, like it's hard to cover them guys. I mean – all three of them are studs in their own way. Plus, you got to worry about the two running backs, um, Jones and uh, excuse me, Jones and and Dylan. I like. Oh man, you know, I, just give me the Packers. You know, I'd probably buy them down to six and a half, uh, but I like them in a teaser until they, you know, until they lose, they don't cover a game for me. I'm just gonna ride them. You know, again, Baltimore, especially if Lamar doesn't play it. I, Give me the Packers until they let me down. Yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I thought Huntley did a really nice job coming in there. I mean, Cleveland got up really big in that game, looked like an easy cover, and then they fought back and Baltimore covered the spread last week. I think Baltimore just has so many issues. Will Jackson play? But again, he's not practicing. And again, he has not been great over the last couple of weeks, throwing a lot of INTs in this. I, I, why not keep going? I'm just happy because I got Devontae Adams in my playoff matchup tomorrow and into Baltimore with a really bad secondary. Now I hope he can really put on some stats there. Teaser play for me, get it down to one, take green Bay shocked 43 and a half over under. I mean, I would just go my system. I mean, I would take it back up to 49 and a half and hope that you hit the under in this one. But I would, my number one play in here, get Green Bay, match it up with somebody else. And if you are not a teaser player, my advice would be, I would take a chance with Green Bay minus seven. All right, here's the game. I'm starting to fall in love with more and more, especially with the news of uh, the Saints' biggest um, X-factor 
not going to be there for the game. And that's Sean Payton. You know, I think he's, even though he's not the player, he's the biggest player on that team um, with his play calling. Taysom Hill's playing. I, I could see the bear, the Bucks just kind of eating him up. I mean, it, you know, when you're playing uh, Drew Brees, it's a little different. I mean, the guy's a legend in his own right. Taysom Hill's not. Uh, I think he's the most overpaid quarterback in the league. Brady has, since he's been in the Bucks, I believe he's 0-5 regular season against the Saints. Now he beat him when it mattered last year in the playoffs. I think they handle business at home today. They're 5-0 and in our last five at home. Uh, I, I think they just, they he finally gets his first regular season win against New Orleans. And I could see them winning a 31-17 game. I mean, the Saints are decimated, you know, just as bad as some of the worst teams. Um, they do get Alvin Kamara back, but, you know, that's one player. And with Taysom Hill, you know, throwing him the ball, I think that kind of limits him. Like, he's not the same guy as, as he was with Drew Brees. I like uh, the Bucks in a teaser. And again, if you're doing that piece of money spread parlay, you know, throw the 11 down there. They could easily win by 14, and I wouldn't be shocked. This one's tough. Sunday night game, 820. Brady's 1-12 and ATS primetime late games. We've said it before. Gets a little sleepy at night. A little sleepy. The old age keeps up to you. You want to be on the couch. Next to He's that, in bed 30. Next to that model wife of his. That's what he wants to do. This is tough. I mean, Sean, hey, maybe Kevin James, you know, since he's playing him in a movie uh, coming up, maybe he can get Kevin James on the sidelines and do it. I would tease. I would still, I really like the Saints. So Saints are 13, four and one last 18 as a dog. I would, this would be a teaser play. I'd take him up to 17 plus 17 and hope that Hill can do something and Mari can get it. I think the Bucks win. Can they, I, I feel okay. I mean, could, could I see the Bucks blow them out? Absolutely. Saints have been very up and down. You made a great point. Not having Sean Payne there is going to be, you know, a concern for them. I can't remember just been a busy week with me leaving, um, flying out today. Uh, what happened the last time? Cause he, he missed the game with, because of COVID before. I can't remember what they did that game when he wasn't there. That would be, I mean, if you have time, look that stat up. My advice here is I would completely take up the Saints, play them with the teaser. Point-wise, again, open at 48, down to 45 and a half. It's right on that 45 mark. If I'd play it, you know what I've been saying on these shows, I would take a chance with taking it up and taking the under, get it up to 51 and a half and take the under. All right, this is going to be a stay-away game for me, the Raiders-Browns. There's just too too much uncertainty. Uh, for both teams. I mean, you do know Darren Waller's out. Um, you know, Kareem Hunt's out. Uh, it's just, they're so bad, in my opinion, the Raiders. I think we're starting to see, like I've been saying time and time again, I mean, when you lose by 39 um, to the Chiefs, now the Chiefs are definitely running on all cylinders, but uh, that's just embarrassing as an NFL team. Uh, you're not even coming back home uh, as a consolation prize. You're going into a nasty place in Cleveland. Um I'll take the Browns minus one and a half, but, uh, you know, to give you guys a pick, it's not my most confident, but if I had to lay one, it'd be Browns minus one and a half. Tough game here. Tough game. Just so many question marks. You know, I agree. I had the, I had the Raiders up to about 15 or 16 in a teaser against Kansas city last week. And just what an embarrassment that was, you know, they're, they're jumping around the field, they're midfield stomping on their emblem. And then they just lay an egg trying to act tough. And then they get blown out here. Weird one, because with the game being moved, 
you know, it went way up for the Raiders. Now it, we're looking at it minus one and a half over under 41 and a half. Oh, there's nothing else to do on this day. So, you know, I'll probably play it at some point. I'll do something with it. I'll, you know, but right now this would be tough until you hear more information. Who's coming back from Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland needs this game. They're seven and six. I just said it was Cincinnati. The division's there. Take it. But it depends on who's playing. Advice right now, I'd take Cleveland. I'd take Cleveland. I just can't see, I think, the Raiders again. Now, the only things, a lot of the Raiders players are not happy that this game got moved. Could they have a little chip on their shoulder, come out and play and just try to really irritate some people here? I could see that happening. So, Right now, a stay away. I'm not wouldn't play it right now at all until really close to the kick. Until I would see who's playing and who's not. But the team that needs it a lot more is Cleveland. And you know, there who who would be the quarterback to um, Mullins? Is it Mullins that played? And he's played. He played yeah. a lot for San Francisco. I mean, the problem with him is he can move the ball. He can, I mean, he can sometimes put points on the board and he's not a guy that just has to probably dink and dunk a little bit here. I think he can actually throw the ball. The problem with him is he likes to turn the ball over a lot too. So that's a concern. My advice, I would not do anything till game day, close to kickoff. See, I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I'm looking right now as we're talk, doing the show here. This, the, the football team's players are coming. I mean, they're just saying this guy's available now. This guy's available. They're, they already got four defensive guys back already, what I'm, what I'm reading this morning. Same thing. I want to see what Cleveland, let's see how the day plays out here and see who starts coming back. And then also tomorrow and see who starts coming back. Yeah, here's, uh, if I was the Cleveland Browns, I mean, playing a team like the Raiders, even if Baker Mayfield somehow is, healthy enough to play. I have full confidence in Nick Mullins. I mean, the guy can throw deep. I mean, he's a, he's a true backup uh, that, you know, can play competently. Give Baker just a week off. I mean, the guy's banged up. Like, if you're trying to make the playoffs, this is a game you can win without him. Go ahead and do that. Trust your team. Get the win. Get a healthy Baker, and let's move forward. Uh, because, like you said earlier, that, that division's uh, up for grabs. And if you want to sit him down for a game, I mean, this is a game to probably do it. Um, all right, moving on. Here's another real quick, real quick. I want to jump in with something now. I, they did say Baker did come out last week and say with that buy, he did feel the best he has. So, but again, you know, he was on COVID. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the problem. I mean, what quarterback's going to be there? Yeah. I mean, again, I agree. I thought what you said there a little bit ago about sitting him, I thought they should have done that a couple of times just to try to get him right. But yeah, this is, like I said, I would wait until close to kick or just see what can happen over the next day or so with uh, players getting cleared. All right, here's another game. It's weird. I could see this game going either way, and I wouldn't be surprised. The Bears are hosting the Vikings. A little NFC North matchup. over under 44, Vikings laying six. I, this is a stay away for me. You know, the Bears, they sometimes show some fight. You know, they showed a lot of fight. Uh, three quarters of the uh, game against the Packers. And they just kind of let it go in the last quarter. Um, the Vikings, man, this is a game where, you know, you think Kirk Cousins is a competent, great quarterback, and he just lets you down. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to be running against one of the better uh, run defenses in the game. I just don't have confidence in either team uh, to really put, you know, to a side. 
Uh, so it's definitely a stay away from me. Yeah, it opened minus four. It's up to six. 43 and a half it opened. Now it's at 44. You know, when you saw the Vikings, they, they're coming off a little extra rest playing that Thursday night game against Pittsburgh. Cook ran all over the Steelers. I mean, was banged up and it still did it. Then you had those head scratchers with why was Kirk Cousins throwing the ball and the Steelers were intercepting passes and why were they doing that? Vikings are always in tight games. And maybe that's just due to the head coach that I think is in trouble for a job, uh, especially if they don't really catch a heater here and get some wins. Bears, though, I'm just not sold on the Bears. So, I mean, not even – I couldn't even find great numbers to support anything. I mean, Monday night road games, Minnesota's 2-10 and 10 ATS. Bears are 12-2-12 and two and 12 ATS last 14 conference games. I mean, there's just no good trends here at all. Teaser-wise, I take Vikings down to a pick them. Over-under, it's at 44, so you know what I'm going to do. I would take it up, get it to 50, and take the under. All right, Seahawks are traveling in the West to play the Rams. The Rams desperately got a big win for them as uh, underdogs. They went 30 to 23. Rams at home laying five and a half, over under 45 and a half. This could be a trap game, but if I had to make a play, I'm going to ride the, uh, the Rams here. The Seahawks defense just isn't uh, quality, in my opinion. You know, Russell's played really well uh, the last few weeks. You know, he's kind of got him into a spot. They're five and eight. They're not out of the playoffs. Um, it's If they get this, you know, definitely helps. But the Rams, maybe they kind of got back on track uh, playing a, a competent team and getting a good win last week. You know, at home, under a touchdown. Uh, if I had to make a play, give me the Rams at the five and a half, uh, but it's not my most confident play. Uh, you know, Wilson's eight and 11 against the Rams. Short week for the Rams off a big win. Big win. I had it. I had them. I even jumped alive, bet on them, and won that. So thank you very much. You know, got some COVID issues too. Let's see what happens over the next couple of days there. But I would probably, it started at seven, went to minus four. I'm just looking at the line movement up to minus five and a half now. So a nice little trend again towards the Rams to go up. I, I would probably take the Rams. I mean, this is one. I always have one of these, Q, every week that I think you could take it either way and be okay. I could see maybe taking in a teaser play. I mean, Seattle up to 11 and a half, I think you'd be okay. But I kind of like, I think the Rams win the game, so you could take the Rams down in a teaser and be okay there. It's at 45 and a half. Again, I, you know my 45s. I would probably take it up and take the under, but I, I'm not really – not very pumped up for that play. I would, my best play would probably, I would probably take a chance if the Rams are starting to get some guys back. I would take the Rams down and take the Rams in a teaser. Did I um, hear it? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just making this up in my head, but is Tyler Lockett banged up and not playing? I think he's COVID. Okay. So I'll tell you, man, if he's not playing, uh, I know DK uh, is kind of iffy right now on playing. If Tyler Lockett's not playing, I think the Rams handedly win this game. I mean, that is – and we've seen it in the last few seasons. That is Russell Wilson's lifeline. Uh, I mean, they're, they're an umbilical cord. Uh, without him, a lot of those games the past couple of years, the Seahawks don't win. So, that's a major watch there if he can test out of COVID. I don't know if he tested, uh, you know, 
positive or if it was a false positive, like if, if he can test out of it, I mean, that'd be huge. If he can't, that's even huger for the Rams. I mean, you don't have to cover them, uh, you know, and they're decimated on the, uh, on the, the back end uh, in their secondary. So uh, that would be a, a huge sigh of relief for, for Los Angeles. Um, here's a team speaking of, you know, testing out, we're starting to see it. Jonathan Allen looks like Montez Sweat's going to be okay. Now there's reports Kyle Allen. So they just signed Tayamu, Garrett Gilbert, and uh, Schumer. But it sounds like Kyle Allen might suit up. And I'm looking at the injury report that came out last night. They still have Taylor Heineke as a full participant. So maybe he's testing out. You know, he got banged up last week against Dallas. But they said, you know, it's nothing major. It's kind of just bruising. He should be able to ready to go. If he can test out, that's who's going to start for them. If they get all those guys back, Washington is a scary team because they're in playoff mode just as the Eagles. Um, they came back last week, a couple bad turnovers outside of those turnovers, man, Washington had every opportunity to beat that game, uh, to win that game. And I think Dallas is a better team than Philly. Watch who's playing quarterback for Philly. Cause it is going to matter. I think if Gardner Minshew plays, then I like, uh, the Eagles, if Hertz plays, um, then I, I kind of lean, you know, towards the football team. I think they can handle him a little better. Um, I love teasing the football team. This is a late watch, but if, if they're all those guys come back tease up Washington football team. They, they did it last week. They're a better team than what their record shows, in my opinion. And I think they keep it close, if not win uh, a much-needed game for that team. I like the Eagles in this in a teaser. I like getting the Eagles down to about minus one and a half. I think they'll be all right in this. Um, now, the football team, they are getting people back. And this game isn't until Tuesday. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, Allen could be quarterbacking. Maybe Heineke comes back. Who knows? It's so hard to keep track with all this. So, but I just, I still, I like the Eagles at home. Both teams, six and seven, really big game to try to keep their playoff hopes alive. I would take the Eagles down, but this could go. If you get some of these guys back and a quarterback back, I like Kyle Allen. I've said that. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. If he's the guy that's running the show for them, this could be one of those games, like I just said, go either way take the the team the football team up uh six more points and take them i think that feels okay but i do think the eagles win so i kind of like them the most under uh over under 43 both these teams like to run the ball i mean they really do they've been really uh, you saw the football team they've been trying to pound the ball a lot more lately gibson is good when he can hold on to the football he's a fumbling machine so keep an eye on that Eagles have really changed their philosophy. If Hurts is quarterback and they like to pound the ball too, I agree with Q. I think Minshew's a better quarterback. I like him in there. I, everything I'm hearing, it sounds like it's going to be Hurts. I like the Eagles as my best play in a teaser. Get them at minus one and a half. If you're talking about the overrunner real quick, because it is the last game um, that we touched on, I almost like teasing down the over. You know, it's a 43. Um, the Washington football team's defensive backs, I mean, they're very susceptible to be scored upon, um, you know, and, and I think Philly has, um, you know, with Smith, I mean, he's, he's shown, even though he's small, like he's, he's definitely made them a better team. Um, they, I like that. I think that both teams, this could be like a 23, 20 game. Um, but if you tease that down, you hit the over, I mean, and Washington football team can score, you know, McLaurin's a beast. We all know that uh, Curtis Samuel, um, you know, he's not practicing, uh, but you still have to cover him. Like you can't just let him run down the sidelines because he'll catch it and score. Adam Humphrey's another guy who they're starting to utilize a little more. Ricky Seals Jones, 
another decent guy for them. Like if they're healthy, I think 43 is kind of uh, undercutting both offenses because uh, both teams can score. We've seen it. Um, so that's another play to maybe watch out for. No, I just, it's my 45 and under. I always, no. I mean, no, I agree with you. I think that's a smart play too. Cause I mean, I could see some points. It's a very low line. I mean, you could, I think it kind of goes either way again in this, I think key thing, it seems like the football team's getting guys back. And again, that's not until Tuesday. So with these games, like I said, I would just don't do anything crazy yet. Kind of wait until closer to kick off to that day of see who can come back over the next two days. It's like we said at the beginning of the show could be a great week for in-game live betting to see what is happening in this. Or again, you know, maybe some of these guys don't get guys back, take the under and some teasers too. So maybe my 45 and under is going to look great this week. It was on fire the last two weeks. Eh, Not that much. All right. That covers the slate for us. Again, like you said, little in late in game live betting please be patient you know and 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 put your bets in uh closer to kickoff because you really got to see who's playing to make a competent decision um that's that's the best advice i got for you is just be smart this week because it's a tough week uh you know with covid and this is not a week to dump your payroll uh or your bankroll and and lose it all uh you know if you've had a successful um or stating a float nfl schedule to this date so that's all i got if you don't have anything else no just check out just check out tuesday night we did a college basketball show brian ralph um just great uh writer does a podcast um follow him he's he was fantastic great basketball if you're college basketball fans like we are on the show uh we'd love to get him back so check that episode out we put it out it aired i think wednesday it came out so give that one a listen and check us out here in the nfl show probably be out sometime today all right sounds good have a happy holidays i know people are traveling to get with their families i hope it's a safe holiday week for you or weekend um Enjoy your family. Enjoy some football. And as always, bang your bookies. You could always use a little extra Christmas last-minute shopping money. So uh, it's a good weekend to do it. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.